This is Steve Sandy for Apple World Today, and you're listening to the AWT News Update podcast for Monday, May 21st, 2018. There is something about West Coast states in the U.S. that have a lot of tech industry businesses. As soon as a company becomes successful, they try to find ways to add on special taxes to suck as much of that money into their coffers as they can. California is especially bad in this respect, and now the town where Apple is headquartered Cupertino, California, is thinking about passing a proposal to tax companies based on their employee workforce size. Seattle, Washington, the home of Amazon, recently passed a similar tax that charges $275 per employee for any company that makes more than $20 million a year. While we don't know exactly how many employees Apple has in Cupertino, a hit count tax like this could pull in a lot of money for a, a city budget. Let's say Apple has 20,000 employees in the city, and that's just an off-the-cuff number, and Cupertino decides to tax Apple for $500 per employee per year. That's $10 million a year that Apple would be penalized for having its headquarters in the city. I'm sure that Cupertino benefits from sales taxes levied at businesses that Apple employees and visitors use, and most likely the city is also charging Apple hefty property taxes. At least the voters will be able to give their opinion on this proposed tax. Do you use Google Maps for iOS? Well, the app was updated recently to add a feature that doesn't really add any functionality, but it definitely adds to the cool factor of the popular mapping program. Normally, the app simply shows a blue navigation arrow while you're using it for directions, but the update provides your choice of a, and we quote from their uh, press release here, stylish sedan, a timeless pickup truck, or a speedy SUV. They actually look like little cartoon versions of those three, but it is actually pretty fun. Fortune's Fortune 500 list ranks the biggest U.S.-based corporations in terms of revenue, so you'd think that Apple would be right on top of that list, right? Well, wrong. The company actually slipped from third to fourth place this year with Walmart, ExxonMobil, and Berkshire Hathaway taking the first, second, and third place spots. Walmart's revenues were more than double those of Apple at $500.3 billion, with Apple trailing at just $229.2 billion. Of course, Apple was still the most profitable of the big companies last year, with $48.3 billion in net income, followed by Berkshire Hathaway, Verizon, and AT&T. Walmart was way behind on the profit list, with low margins pushing it to 20th place. MacBook and MacBook Pro owners who use their devices for their primary computer often like to have a second monitor, but it's usually hard to carry that second monitor on the road. Well, display manufacturer uh, AOC has introduced a 15.6-inch portable USB-C monitor that can be powered by and get a video signal from a single USB-C port on the MacBook or MacBook Pro. Now, it's not a retina-quality display. It's only 1,920 by 1,080 pixels. But it makes up for that by being only 8.5 millimeters thick 
and weighing less than 1.8 pounds. The monitor has a metal back and a smart cover to keep it protected during travel and has a pretty lightweight price as well. The AOC I-1601FWUX is priced at just $195.85 on Amazon. We have a link to that uh, if you'd like to uh, buy one in the show notes. That's all the news for today. You can join me tomorrow afternoon for the next edition of the AWT News Update.